Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence with simplicity. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Charles Wagner said, simplicity is a state of mind. So how do you prioritize your decisions with respect to simplifying your living spaces, your life activities, your financial choices, and how you spend your time? Do you take the time to plan out your daily, weekly, and monthly basic tasks, such as grocery and meal preparation? Regardless of the events around you and how you currently respond to your emotions in the moment, you can influence your state of mind. Simplicity is not always easy to attain in our complex lifestyles, and it means different things to different people. But when you take the time to pay attention and start managing your variety of decisions with a different focus, it will likely have a direct effect on reducing your stress levels. When you choose to take time to focus on nature's beautiful patterns all around and spend time on the things that matter, you will find more beauty and less chaos. Today we're taking a um, pause moment and uh, exploring ways to build a sustainable habit of practicing simplicity. And with that, we're going to start with a D note. Brendan Butchard said, simplicity does not one day suddenly arrive. You must minimize it now. You must minimize now. Remove what is unused and unnecessary. Seek nothing more but a deeper connection with what is here. So there is kind of an overall principle thought of simple simplicity. And um, what we're basically trying to do is get it easier to understand, accept, and agree to whatever we're focusing on. And there's a thought process that people often take a path of least resistance looking for decisions that might seem easy rather than what is most logical and step-by-step. And when we're doing this, we're looking at uh, how to make things easy um, because of the word simplification is another one that um, if we look at it from a different lens, you know, sometimes we have a complexity in ourselves and we use um, language that um, becomes more like jargon, big words. And when we do this, it makes it maybe sound more important, but also it makes it more difficult for people to understand. And when we we take simple ideas and use the larger words and the more um, complexity approach, we're um, finding that people don't not or do not just understand, but they happen to sometimes check out because they don't know how to spend their time listening to something they don't understand and they get frustrated. So we're trying to show more from a simple and simplification perspective, um, looking at uh, less, less is best. 
and having it so that um, we can look at how to rearrange things. Some of this is reducing uh, time and space and um, looking for ways to uh, have different thought processes maybe move um, into a different alignment. And when we move things around in uh, sentence structure and presentation, uh, we might be changing things out and or we replace things that um, don't seem like they're um, really appropriate. We can actually have a better simplicity effect. Uh, it does take um, a, an approach of a higher view of what you're doing and ability to step back from something and ask yourself, well, how is this showing up for someone else on the other side? Um, there's a common acronym called KISS, keep it simple. And um, sometimes it's it's been referred rather rudely to keep it simple stupid, but from a polite perspective, we're saying keep it short and simple. And that's been around for a bit um, and has to do with uh, more from a communication perspective. When we're looking at how we approach this, we're talking about how we present from ourselves, which is from our inside to our outside explanations. And how do we actually present ourselves in this process so that we're presenting this principle in a persuasive way, but we're not using confusion in this process. We're looking for straightforward explanations and details that then someone can actually um, hear and understand. Isaac Newton said, nature is pleased with simplicity. Simplicity is sometimes very elusive, and um, but it's here. You know, it's, it's around us. And when we take a time uh, to step outside of our, our immediate moments, we can actually look for it and we can see it. And thoughts on simplicity, you know, we have lots of different um sages over time that have actually given a lot to this topic. Uh, so there's really um, different things that uh, we can refer back to that um, it's not a new concept. It's something where uh, less is more. You know, th these are the, the different um, concepts that people have come up with. Um, Einstein has one, uh, everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. And Mark Twain had one, I didn't have time to write a short letter, so I wrote a long one instead. So there's some humor in some of this approach too, but um, it's also when you take a t chance to go through and look at people's um, ideas from a a quote perspective. You know, it's interesting to uh, try to understand the the people, uh, especially if they were rather important in our history. You know, were these during were they um, presenting this during a certain time frame too? Brian Tracy said, "An attitude of positive expectation is the mark of the superior personality." 
And when we look at this, we're looking for ways that um, are from a positive perspective. We're looking at not just simple, but we're looking at how we ourselves take an attitude of a lot of times we're in a negative emotion. And when we do this, we when we're in this frame of mind, we're we're taking a look at things from a different lens, and we're we're maybe looking at something uh, with a frustration or hopeless feeling. And when we take a look and step back from it, uh, there is um, emotion in this process, and um, there are you know emotions that have us that serve a purpose. But when we're looking from a negative perspective, uh, we, we know that this is not going to help um, in our framework of looking at things that um, we're trying to simplify, we're trying to connect. Um, and when we take a look at this, you know, we may not even realize that we're in a negative emotion uh, from a, our own perspective. We might be just numb. And... Um, what, it, what we want to do is say, what is negativity? You know, it's, again, uh, something different. Sometimes we aren't even uh, aware of an emotion that we're dwelling on or we're cultivating thoughts. And when we do this, um, it is really a bad habit. And so part of our habit is because we repeat ourselves, we're not paying attention. And um, a lot of this is on an unconscious level. There's uh, ways that we can get control over our negative thoughts and negative emotions, and we can turn them into something more positive. So, um, what is the, the first beginning of this? You know, how do we start? And one of the uh, key overcome, you know, key elements that we want to start with is really being aware. And when we are aware of what negative thoughts are in the emotion area, how do they affect us? Um, our minds are busy trying to capture unpleasant feelings that maybe are elusive. We're actually polluting our consciousness. And if we're looking at trying to come up with success and peace of mind, when we're also noticing that um, the negativity is so rampant in our minds, we are not even able to step out from that. We want to uh, step aside in a way and pay more attention, take some time to really uh, pause and listen to these thoughts and go, wow, what in the world is that? And we want to be able to start attracting a more positive approach. So, um, we aren't sure sometimes why we are negative, but a lot of it has to do with trying to take ourselves in our self-image and comparing ourselves to an outside world that is chaotic and negative for the most part. Um, and when we do that, when we're comparing ourselves, there's a lot of um, comparing that doesn't really match anything. We're trying to find something and... Uh, we want to really look at our own self individually and say we're not going to compare ourselves. We're going to treat ourselves as our own being and uh, build our positive state within ourselves, uh, looking at our own self-confidence and looking for ways to build upon that. And when we do this in, in a 
really focused process, you know, we're going to be self-reflecting on things and that brings our awareness to possibility of some positive aspects that maybe we haven't discovered. And a lot of times the um, higher part of this process is because we've learned negativity. We've been, um, uh, you know, in our history from growing up, we have had a lot of um, people around us that are basically negative. There's a lot of negativity in the news and on the TVs and in the papers. And uh, when we raise our awareness and take a look at, um, you know, each of these uh, inputs, because it's like what comes in comes through us and then comes out. And so when we take a, a higher perspective and say, okay, well, it's it's really a formula of process. You know, what comes in, you know, you look at, at all of the inputs coming through your mind and into your system and what happens to all that information and how does it feel uh, when you surround yourself and you start looking at it more from a positive perspective, you start paying attention and becoming aware you're going to find if you're looking um, and working with more positive on the um, process every day of surrounding yourself with positive environment, how you're uh, reacting to other people in a positive mode, uh, feeding your brain with um, positive as much as you can, um, and not polluting yourself with negative messages, uh, you're going to find yourself feeling more positive also. And when you bring in the awareness, you know that um, you're choosing, you're making choices and decisions to choose your thoughts for the better or how you feel is making you feel better. And knowing that uh, your thoughts are are like a stream, you know, they're, they're going to come in anyway. Um, when you're thinking of the um, thought process, you're, it's almost like you're in a boat and you're on a river. And what you want to do is have some time here where you're going to be training your awareness so that you could be taking time to make choices and have the, um, when you notice a negative thought or emotion, you could capture it and replace it so you can then change your state of mind actively as you go. So when we perceive a world is really, our world is really dependent on our inner state of mind. We know that sometimes things, if we isolate them and we uh, capture them, um, sometimes some of these become almost too much for us. We can shift ourselves into bad moods but we also know that we um, have the opportunity to choose because we are in the awareness mode that we can just move ourselves um, into a state where things flow. It's, it's also us knowing that we can do this effortlessly at some of our points when we're um, in a state of mind where we're in more positive control. And being able to change this state of mind proactively means that you are in control. And how effective you are with this has to do with how you feel and how many um, choices you have in the events around you, how you choose your emotions, how do you respond to them. And when we go through this, um, we are also taking a look at um, the process of 
our state of mind and really understanding what is that. And in there, um, we're talking about emotions and thinking that's interconnected with a lot of our internal mental setup. And it's also influencing our, not just internal, but it's um, influencing how we relate to our external. So in summary, you know, it's, it's like we want to influence ourselves to um, be able to get our awareness active, uh, have a conscious control over that, and um, be quiet for a moment, take a deep breath, and free, of our, free our mind of the chatter, if it's possible. There's a lot going on a lot of times in our minds. Uh, some of it just feels like it's just a big you know, wave coming through, but as we change our awareness, we know that we can start changing our focus and directing the focus so that it's on more of the um, positives, so that whatever you're focusing on, you're, you're focusing on inspiration and positive uh, focus helps to have a better sense of physical too. And um, really when it comes down to it, it's our choice and it's our responsibility to, to take this. And as we go this, through this process, um, we, uh, we know that we are going to be able to influence ourselves and we have that energetic to be able to say, um, I can do this. Anthony Robbins um, has a quote, take this vehicle that our creator has given us and use it. Your body is the tool for changing state of the fastest. Trying to do it with your mind takes forever. So when we want to get started in here, we're looking to um, take the state of mind that we're in and um, break it up into more positive, uh, interrupted if needed, if it's in a negative state. And we want to know that we're successful at it too. So success is really um, a different word too, but it's, it's one of these that when we take an opportunity to uh, go outside to take a break and take a look at things. Um, that's the pause moment, and it's also bringing su success where you're approaching something. John R. Wooden said, um, success is peace of mind, which is direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best you're capable of becoming. And as we talk about that, you know, we're looking at success and pausing and we're um, looking at topics that basically are ones that we feel positive about, we feel uplifted by and inspired. And from an inspirational perspective, when we take time and we're accessing a, a higher conscious level, we're looking at uh, being in control of our processes and our minds uh, from our internal self, it's also going to radiate out from us uh, in different ways. And as we radiate out from us, we're in a different state of joy, possibly uh, having different levels of um, activities that we're going to see that um, as being an output. On that note, we're going to actually take a break. Uh, for a moment, and we will be back. Um, I'm going to shift us here with the D note, and I will be back here shortly. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. 
When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back. My name is Dee Lee, and we're discussing uh, practicing presence with simplifying, you know, areas in our lives. Um, one of the ones that is uh, complex is our internal mind process, and um, we're a lot of times operating on autopilot, uh, and we are wanting to become more successful at being able to. Um, be aware and keep ourselves in a higher state of, uh, you know, our own peace of mind, but also in a state of simplification so that we can have better effect on uh, our outside world. And John R. Wooden, um, I had a quote that I um, expressed earlier, which is rather powerful, actually. Um, he said, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best you're capable of becoming. And from that standpoint, you know, um, what we're observing here is what does the word success in here have to do with what we're talking about? Well, it's actually us being able to apply uh, within ourselves um, aspects to be able to um, slow ourselves down. And there's really um, several areas here that are practical um, keys that have to do with um, some successful approaches that um, are things to really try to wrap ourselves around. And when we look at these, you know, the key, the three most uh, uh, important keys have to do with, uh, ask, you know, three big factors that we want to really understand um, because these are really important for us to not just understand but also apply. So the first one has to do with passion, and that's um, that's a word that means that you are doing something that you really love to do. And when you do that, you're feeling 
in a different state, you're you're truly fulfilled with what you're doing. Uh, you're full of happiness, and um, you're you're full of love inside of what your your approach is. You're also radiating that. Um, you feel extended into um, motivation and self-discipline helps. You're sometimes driven in process too because the passion helps to fuel you into a higher movement. The second one has to do with skill. You have natural skill and also a lot of learned skills. And these are also very uh, essential for success. And as you work with this, your skill sets, um, if you've done them for quite a while or for a good period, they're going to be almost um, just something you do and you respond in a certain way because that's been a practice or that's a habit. And as you're getting along into this process too, you might have uh, new skills that you're going to be learning and applying. And um, as you become more uh, adept at them, then they're going to brill, really build upon each other to help um, with the outstanding uh, focus, which is, is a successful process. Um, the people um, around you and how you work with people um, is, is the other part of this approach too because people want to know what you're doing and how you can um, help them. And if you're in the process of um, helping someone with a focus and you're able to simplify whatever your your presentation is so they can understand it, then they're going to have a big sense of value from your work and care about um, what your uh, process is. So that essentially, as you take a look at, if you're offering something from your passion, you're going to have a higher energy and people will be resonating with that energy. And you're matching these up in, within yourself, you're able to unlock the doorway with these different personal effects. You're trying to match up the whole process so that essentially um, what we do and how we do it, you know, with our skill, we're doing it in a higher um, skill level and people will then resonate with that. So uh, there is a, a higher sense of value as you go along here too. So there's um, a lot of different aspects in, in this process. It's not just passion and skill and people, but it has to do with uh, taking your passion and working with it uh, with a focus, being persistent, um, working with creative ideas in a higher perspective, in a quality, um, using perseverance and really um, having it so that this this is a baseline for yourself as you're looking to express simple processes where others can align themselves with that. But as you go through this too, when we take a chance to um, jump into a new area, we want to know that as we're, um, we have taken on a habit of looking for the simplicity, looking and understanding it within our personal success of understanding. And then as we express this, you know, we're, we're practicing in looking at how to um, not just talk about it 
or express it, but knowing that someone is picking up that, yes, we are a master of something that we've been uh, doing within ourselves, and we're now expressing it into um, through ourselves into an understanding that uh, we know that this is important for others, they will be helped, it will help them, and if we can do this in a language that is understood, they're going to be able to pick it up and be able to understand it and take it on and be able to see of the, the value as they approach with it and also maybe share it. So, um, and then we look at this, it's kind of like taking a baton and passing it on. So as we step forward in this, we're saying, wow, how do we really look at ourselves as successful in this process? Um, and again, success has a lot of big uh, ideas around it and a lot of um, emotion a lot of times too. But when we take the attitude of success and we have the mindset that it is a winning pr proposition for the whole flow, and that we're going to guide ourselves through this as we are deciding and thinking and sharing. Um, we're going to be shooting for the best of the whole process. Um, we are going to be able to take this strategy and say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And um, there's things that uh, come up obviously in this whole process, but when we um, take uh, look at meanings and how we approach things, we're going to take some time to actually plan out and improve ourselves and look at the time it takes to do something. We're learning to uh, not just inside, but we're also uh, continuously educating ourselves. And when we're willing to process through this um, from our heart, you, we know that this is going to be something that um, is going to be successful too because we're not just improving ourselves, but we're looking and we're being connected with it. And when we um, are connected, we're going to be able to observe and take a look at our thought process and be able to um, have that up in front of us and say, okay, I'm balancing myself with all these different essentials. Um, and we know that the, um, the contrary amounts of thought and process and how um, others take a look at this is really their individual approach too, but we know that we're going to be able to do this and we can explain things in a different way so that um, when we understand them ourselves, we can actually do that in several different ways so that if we present something in a language that someone doesn't quite get, we can still explain it, uh, work with it, and uh, set up some other interpretations that possibly will clarify. So when we get into a different state of mind, which we're wanting to operate from a broader sense and not be into this negative pattern that a lot of people associate with on a regular basis. We, we're clearing ourselves um, and we're saying the important here, the importance here is being aware and being in the thought process and in the emotions. When we refocus ourselves and look at it from an empowering perspective, 
when we enjoy something, someone else is going to be looking at us as, well, why are you enjoying this? So it's a curiosity. And um, part of this is our presentation. So when we're curious and we internalize it, you know, we're, our whole physical body might be moving differently. We might be uh, more animated. We might be um, in a, a different framework as we're describing something. So we're going to have this, this uh, state of mind in ourselves, but also explaining it from a flow perspective on the outside. Um, someone's going to be aware that we're different, that we're presenting this, and we might actually have a, a, a steady mental state in mind. And also in our presentation, people feel calm around us. And, you know, when we are in that perfect harmony, it's really effortless. Um, we sometimes forget and we say, okay, we're in an effortless perspective in a way because things, when we communicate, we do this creative process of explaining something, we might feel, wow, this is just so easy. Um, sometimes it's too easy and we forget that it has taken a while for uh, us to get here as well. Uh, learning our um, within ourselves to clear out, you know, the excess that we uh, sometimes build up, and um, how you know, we, we call it sometimes getting into the zone. Um, and so, how do we get into the zone? How do we shift this around? Um, it's a flow, and um, when we think of the focus uh, from a perspective of we're focusing within our mental state, you know, we're putting ourselves, our attention and our time to, to focus. Uh, we want to control the, and direct our focus into positive resources and knowing that we can relax and have control of this. The benefit is going to be that our, um, you know, basically uh, we might end up being animated, but we might also be in a lighter mood that people um, are uh, going to be gravitating toward. And when we do this, you know, it becomes a way to uh, not just be in the flow, but we're also wanting to stay in that process as long as we can, because then um, it's an energy, energizing process too, so that when we take a look at the experience that we've had and we look at how to get the, our juices going so that we can be more creative. Um, we are experimenting. And when we experiment, we're having a personal experience, obviously, but we're also able to uh, find out, did it work? And then we can explain something um, further to explain to someone else, you know, this is how you do it. So how we get into that state, we, we want to choose um, something for our mind to focus on and to concentrate our attention and only on one thing and one thing only. And it, we should start with something that we're interested in and that we know that we can um, really focus on it. We want to uh, avoid distractions and knowing that our environment, you know, all around us is always having distractions going on, whether it's um, in nature or if you're in an environment in turn, inside, there are always things that, that happen. You know, people show up, the doors open and shut, you know, phones ring, 
but we need to unplug from different areas and become as uh, in a quiet space as possible. When you focus your intention on this intensity of um, of the focus without the distractions, um, you're going to find that you're going to be in the flow and it becomes almost effortless. So some of it is saying, okay, how long do I have to do this you know, to actually benefit? Um, it doesn't just turn on and off typically. It's really um, buildup of gradual um, focus and feeling. And your mind a lot of times will be... Uh, flashing the the different um, pauses and saying, not yet, not yet. Um, the time comes and goes. It could be, you know, an hour maybe. But you'll also find yourself really energized. And now as you're energized, this is going to be clearing out a lot of the um, the complexity of your mind and getting it more focused um, and as you train your mind, you're a- able to switch this on in a more of a, a key element here. Um, and it's, it's something that, from a simplicity perspective, it's simply moving yourself into a higher perspective um, and able to have this process. So um, the simplification is the um, output of, of this effort and it will then start changing your life in a lot of ways when you can start practicing um, simplicity um, but where do we begin there are different things that um, you can do to actually get started and um, we start with uh, identifying and breathing in the different processes as we go getting into the flow uh, we're starting with that, and we put ourselves into a state of mind, in a state that we want to be, in a positive state. And when we do this, we can then begin this approach. And as we move through this, um, again, it can take a little bit of time, but you want to simplify. You know, start with simplifying your surroundings, and so you're working. We've been working focused on our inside and our thoughts, our emotions, and then we're now looking to simplify around ourselves so that um, we are, are reducing clutter. We're look, not looking at a lot of distractions around us. And when we have a living space that is feeling lighter and less scattered, this helps to find um, find that zone within our within ourselves and with you know outside of ourselves in our our limited space that we're focused on here. And when we do that, we have a, a, an opportunity to pause and we can breathe and we can pause in this attitude of being able to step into the simplification process. On that note, we're going to do a denote and have a, a break and we will be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. 
Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space, and we're d- discussing the practicing of simplicity. And there are ways to begin simplifying things within your life. Um, we start. Uh, we were discussing um, starting with our exterior selves in our environment and our surroundings, looking to reduce clutter in our home with different things um, that are in piles, possibly, and we need to organize. Uh, having fewer distractions around us, um, and this helps to um, have tidy living space that feels lighter, and we feel less scattered if we're in that space. Uh, Part of this um, also is not only exterior, but we're trying to clear out our inner space as well in our minds. We've examined our thoughts and our processes of getting negative thoughts um, to be um, moved through your space in your minds and looking at um, some positive replacements. We want to cultivate a practice of meditation because this also helps us to slip into a silent space and have actually no thought possibly, um, have it more calm and focused um, as we are then able to have patterns that are going to have more positive emotions that are relating to bliss, joy, happiness, and peace. And when we focus on our breath and use this as a, a as an experiment process, also as we're learning, we're breathing in different ways that actually help us to be more present. And we feel contemplative that this practice is actually of value. As we go through this, too, we're then uh, sharing outside of ourselves as we go through this um, in a, a communication way. Um, we have a lot of complicated relationships around us, um, even though we live a simple life, possibly. But we also want to be impeccable with our word. And this means that as you react with others, we're looking to um, have the simplicity of the words so that we're not gossiping. We're looking at 
you know, clear words that we're using um, non-language that's a higher, unva- you know, that is maybe more complicated than we need to actually explain with um, and have the words harmonizing with our thoughts and our emotions so that when we do this, um, it's a clear presentation to others and they are able to listen to us and know what we're talking about. When we take a look at basics, you know, the basics are really pretty simple um, on what are the basics that we, the basic elements we basically need are food, shelter, water, and community, and everything else is really extra. Um, That's a pretty narrow view, but when we look at the joy of simplifying things and when we look at what are the basics and we start looking at uh, things in a different with a different lens there are things that um, will bring more joy that we might be surprised about maybe we haven't sampled some of the the um, letting go and when we take a look at nature and become very more much more um, familiar with nature in a daily uh, process of, of observation, there's a lot of surprises there. And we'll find that as we um, immerse ourselves in that, we're going to have the ability to have experiences that maybe you haven't had for a long time since you were a child that um, will stay with you in that imagery and um, be a very um, important memory. So we look for a state of balance in, in a lot of different areas here as we're, we're working along um, adopting simplicities like peeling an onion. And as we go through these different layers, we're also able to ask ourselves as we go, how is this going? And is this helping our process? Do we uh, feel better about it? Um, there's a lot of different benefits of taking the time to explore this whole process um, because it also uh, is um, an opportunity to um, help ourselves in different ways. You know, here's a kind of some areas that um, as you're looking at this combination of outside and inside process and sharing, um, you'll be able to have fewer things that you know, are, are then easier to keep up with on your external. So, you know, it's interesting when people um, say, okay, we're, we're headed over to your office or, or your house. Um, there's kind of a sense of some frantic feeling of, oh, I need to clean up off my desk or I need to clean up this, this area of wherever they're going to be visiting. Um, but when you get to a point of not having so much um, excess in either our living spaces or our work areas, we can we don't have to be in the frantic mode of cleanup. And in a lot of ways too, things become more simple because we're able to make a decision on something that um, you know, we're looking at the value of it. How does it feel? And it's it's something where we can say, well, um, we're going to be simplifying in a lot of different levels because we have less we have less. Um, which is more actually, we have less stuff and we're not having to manage all of it, um, moving it around possibly. We're going to find ourselves having more freedoms and feeling more freedom as we are 
in this process, not just financially, but also having it so that we're not in such a, a, a feeling of, of overwhelm. And as we lear- learn and work with these different parts, um, we might find ourselves feeling lighter. We're able to laugh and be in a, a higher um, perspective so that we get more creative and we're not um, feeling so burdened. So we might be bouncing around a bit. Um, and as we take this uh, process and really look at the time and the mental space that we're looking for um, in this enjoyment, we're saying, okay, I can do this. I am, yes, I am busy, but I am also looking at my my whole time and mental space. Um, it becomes a lighter in every area. And when we do this, we're connecting better to ourselves. we're connecting to our families, and we're able to feel like the, there's a lot more value around us. And possibly this helps to uh, find more happiness in this process. So we, we're looking from the standpoint of simplification or simplicity itself um, can give a, a higher feeling of positive um, positiveness in our uh, lives and uh, circumstances, we can feel in better control. And happiness really is is part of this process. Happiness and joy, um, and um, really simplicity is is that feeling that is you know we're we're really looking for the joy in simplicity and we know that having an attitude of joy um, is the is part of this also but it, that's also contagious and we don't mind spreading the joy um, it's Oscar Wilde said said life is not complex we are complex life is simple and the simple thing is the right thing so because we know simplicity is elusive, um, you know, it's something that we want to take a look and we want to uh, understand it. We want to find that um, simplicity becomes um, a, an opportunity to, it's kind of like, uh, it's a means to an end so that we're saying, okay, well, let's take a look at things in a simpler mode. And when we do that, we're maybe standing at the front end looking backwards and we're saying, okay, well, um, here I stand at the uh, at the end of what I'm trying to do, but I'm also wanting to take a look and simplify something in the processes. So um, there is um, nature... We were saying Isaac Newton said nature is pleased with its simplicity. So if we are in nature and we're taking a look at nature and and taking a close look at at the process, we might learn some things. And in that doing in doing that too, we're going to find ourselves asking more questions. We're going to be more curious. And when we do this, we're um, not just doing it for the fly. We're wanting to be um, in a mode of asking the questions and looking for solutions and excitement within this as well. So um, as we go through this and we look at um, essential things that um, that are basic that we need to keep in mind too, simplicity is not just moving everything out of the way. It's also saying, okay, well, we have these certain things that we need, but maybe there are different ways that we can approach it. So, um, you know, some of the the basics are like money. Um, We know that 
you know, money was invented to be a necessity as exchange. And there's a lot of different um, emotions around money and um, how it is used and or not used and saved. Um, so at, at the end of the day, when we actually look at this, we're saying, okay, well, there's a lot of process here that is uh, dependent upon process of saying, okay, uh, money, um, these other necessities, oxygen, you know, we say, okay, um, we have food and shelter. Uh, Mother Nature is helpful in a lot of different ways. Uh, we need internal things and ways for ourselves to operate in our lives. And um, our modern lives are very complex, but keep asking the questions, you know, is there a different way? Um, are we operating as simple as we can? And what what do we need as the essentials of our process? So it becomes almost an inventory process as you go through these different ways of taking a look at um, things outside of yourself and asking, do I need that? Um, you know, how do I use it? And how do I feel about it? It's, it's really um, experiencing your uh, emotions, your sensations, your love, your joy, and looking at it to say, well, in this time and frame, I'm really looking to um, have joy, and I want to ask myself, and I know that I'm in the um, process here, but I'm also in control of what I'm doing. So that's where we're at with being more present. Knowing it is possible is, is half of it. And being okay with asking the questions um, as we're looking at the state of mind that we're in and what we want to be in and taking full responsibility to creating the things that we want to feel and how we want to work in this process. So really it's looking at patterns. You know, there is happiness and it's possible as we go through this. Uh, it starts with our patterns of inside to outside and um, look at the discipline that we have for ourselves and others. Request, um, requesting discipline of others as we go about this too. But it, it does really take courage and that's part of this is that we're training ourselves in that courage and knowing that we can do this by being aware, knowing that we have the opportunity to be able to take the moments and know that we can do this. It's really a fascinating journey and it starts out as a fascinating journey and we know that this is possible because others have done it and also we know we can do it. Um, when I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I am made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And we know that because we are the creator of our experience, we are in the focus of simplicity from our intentions and wanting to master some of the things that we're learning. We are uh, taking the proactive approach that we are able to do this. We're going to ask questions, be disciplined in our approach, 
um, and train our minds so that we can have the patterns that we want around us that um, actually give us purpose and joy. And um, that is really um, part of the process of being present is living in that joy because it is creating a possibility for peace within ourselves and calm within the chaos that's always seeming to be around us. So um, on this note, we're going to take a pause and we look forward to um, being with you next time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.